What's going on, family? This is Sergio Chavez. And Francesca Chavez. And we are the, the Chavez, Chavez crew. crew. Right there where you are, in your living room, in your car, in your cubicle, doing the late night shift. I don't know. Where can, where else could they be? In, in the, the bathroom. Uh, taking a shower. Wait, would they be taking a shower? They can. They can put this on the Bluetooth. <laughs> Take care L- of your kids. Listen, wherever you are, big up yourselves. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. I can't hear that. Party animals. Party animals, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to another episode of the <laughs> Chavez Party of Five podcast. Make some noise. Woo-hoo. Listen, we're back. <laughs> we're back. It's 12.59 a.m. Oh, no, on mercy. the dot. It's one in the morning, y'all. And we're doing this for you all. It's been a crazy week. It's been hectic. But it sure it's, has. But it's been blessed. Yes. We're grateful to be alive. We're grateful to be able to do this once again. So we thank you for tuning back in to yes, the CPO5 yes, yes. podcast. Party Animals, we are so grateful for you. Hey, listen, if this is your first time tuning in, you saw this on somebody's feed or somehow it popped in on your mentions. Listen, I don't know how you found out about this <laughs> thing, but I'm grateful that you tuned in. We want to yes. welcome you to the CPO5 podcast where we discuss love, relationships, marriage, ministry, parenting, and everything in between. Yes. Make sure to get connected to me at I am Sergio Chavez across every platform. Where you at, baby? And I am at Francesca P. Chavez across all platforms except for Twitter, but I don't really use it that much. (laughs) (laughs) Make sure to stay connected to us. And uh, today I'm excited. I'm excited. We're going to we're going to get into we're going to talk that talk and we're not going to talk long because it's late. (laughs) But we're going to talk that talk today. We are getting into the topic of passion. Yes. Keeping the fire alive in your relationship. So I'm especially excited to talk about that. Mm-hmm. But before we do that, how you doing, baby? I'm doing good. You had a good night tonight. Yes. I mean, now I'm tired. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can see you're tired. And too. yeah, I'm tired and 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 we just but. we did well we had a full day and then we hopped on Instagram live. We mm-hmm. did our Hope Talks live, mm-hmm. which was awesome. And uh, then you were working on some stuff and then we came back together and then we literally just had an hour Hour conversation heart to heart before this because I said, listen, we can't we can't go in and try to help people if we're not helping each other. And we had to talk about some things and, you know, we won't won't necessarily share 
all of that about what we were talking about because it's not related to the topic. Yeah. But I will say this. Our conversation sparked this thought and I want to share it with the family. Okay. And it's a very simple thought. It's not a deep revelation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm waiting, babe. It's no Hebrew. It's no Greek. <laughs> I'm waiting, babe. It's no exegetical breakdown. All right, tell us no homiletic, hermeneutic <laughs> breakdown. It's super simple. Keep going. That's yeah, it. That's true. That's it. Yeah. I just want to encourage everybody to keep going. Yeah, same. A lot of times, even when you're purposeful, um, when you're doing something that you know that God has called you to do, mm-hmm. You are not exempt of the feelings of discouragement. That's right. Mm -hmm. It does not make you exempt of the feelings of, man, am I doing enough? Mm -hmm. Is this working? Mm -hmm. And what I want to tell everybody that's connected, CPO5 family, is to keep going. Yes. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Remember that everything that we do. Is for service unto others. Right. It's to be a blessing. But ultimately, we got to make sure that we are focused on the audience of one. That's right. Big up yourself. Uh, The audience of one being the Lord Jesus. And let everything that we do be unto the Lord. That's right. That's what the scripture says. Mm -hmm. It sucks when you don't get acknowledged. It sucks when you feel like you're not getting your just due. It sucks when you feel like you're overlooked, Mm -hmm. you're being unnoticed, Mm -hmm. or you're feeling like... You're in obscurity. Mm-hmm. Um, but ultimately, we do everything for the audience of one. Right. And this is all about honoring him. And so um, that was a little bit about our, our you know, a little bit yeah. on our conversation. So yeah. I just say that. And I feel like it's just super helpful. Yeah. And if you're discouraged, um, if you feel alone, just we just want to let you know that the Chavez crew, myself, wifey, we're praying Casey, for you. Navi, Day, we're praying for you. Yes. We love you. We're thinking of you. And the whole family just wants to let you know whatever it is that you're doing, whatever it is that you're called to do, keep going. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Don't give up. This is definitely not the time to be throwing in the towel. Yeah. This is the time for us to keep moving forward, regardless of how difficult it might be, like you said, babe, and how hard it might be from time to time. Uh, We may question why we're doing certain things. We may feel that there isn't any value behind what we're doing at times. Um, We may feel, I think even some of the words that we were using was, oftentimes you may even feel stagnant Mm. in the process. And you're like, I see no end in sight. Mm. (laughs) You know, like I'm I'm here. I know I'm not where I was. Right. But now I'm in this middle. Mm-hmm. I think we even talked about this talked muddy about in the middle, middle not being in the middle too long ago. Yeah. Um, and so I'm now in this place where there I don't see an end in sight. So I don't see the beginning, but I also don't see the finish line. And that's the hardest one of the hardest places to be because you don't know how far you are from getting to the end or yeah. getting to like the next to accomplishing this so that you can move on to the next yeah. thing. But, you know, keep your eyes on the prize. If you keep your eyes looking above, focusing on exactly what you said, honoring God above all things, then we have to trust that he that he knows what is best and mm-hmm. that he's got things under control for us. That's that's so good. Um, I would just say this thing is a marathon. Mm-hmm. And whatever it is that that you're called to do, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Mm-hmm. So at the end of it, I really love the way you put it, baby. And um, 
you know, the same way I started it. I'm going to close it. Keep going. Yeah. What you got? I got some games. Let's do it. Well, these are a couple of questions for us to reveal. Um, again, these are quick. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do three and mm-hmm. then you can do three. Okay. All right. I'm ready. I'm focused. Okay. Here we go. Okay, if you could be any animal, what would it be and why? A cheetah. Really? <laughs> you know, when I, was a, when I was a kid. You answered that one mad fast. <laughs> I hadn't even finished. <laughs> when I was a kid, I was so fascinated with cheetahs because I would pride myself on being really fast. And so I was fascinated by cheetahs being one of the fastest animals and... Um, and it's funny, I was just, you know, doing some homeschooling with Kalea and we and we just so happened to come across something. I don't know what we were reviewing and we were talking about cheetahs. So I was Aww. I got into the whole National Geographic thing. I busted out a YouTube video and because I as a kid I was fascinated. I showed it to her. <laughs> I don't think she was as fascinated, but she was interested. She yeah, was intrigued yeah. by it. So yes, cheetah. Let's go. Okay, that's a good one. All right, this is a, just a fun one. What color is your toothbrush? Uh, <laughs> it's like a it's like a white and green. Yeah, it's like a it's like a blend of white and green. Okay, nothing special. Um, and what is your dream job? I'm doing it. Oh, <laughs> I'm living it. I'm living it. That's true. That's yeah, true. My calling. My calling to be um a pastor to be a a, a coach a communicator a communicator orator facilitator that's what i'm doing i'm living it okay. by the grace of the lord yes amen amen yep. all right that's your it turn. i thought it was three you did that two. is three now you did two toothbrush cheetah. oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah you know it's late for real <laughs> okay they were fast that's the point what is the strangest thing you've ever eaten uh squid ink is that when we went to paris yeah that's when we were in paris yes yeah we went to paris yeah that was in france squid ink yeah i mean it actually was not that bad it just was weird that the i think it was like squid ink on risotto can we park can we park for a second so paris france yes one of my favorite places in the world. Yeah. We've been we've been to a, a few places. Mm-hmm. Uh, I absolutely love Paris. I'm talking about when we got there, like every day, it was an experience. It was a whole vibe. It was my vibe. The reason I especially enjoyed it was because it was fashion week. Mm-hmm. So That's it, true. It yeah, was a whole yeah. vibe. It was. I hate their food, though. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, All right, you did, I set the I set the whole thing up to to <laughs> that was my punchline. That's what I was oh, gonna get to. You oh. you you beat me to it, but love Paris. I'm not gonna say. Did you say hate? I don't. Yeah, maybe that's a strong, yeah, strong word. I was, but I did I, not. I don't. I don't feel the food. I was not satisfied. Yeah, my palate was not satisfied. Nah, I don't feel the food. <laughs> I don't feel how they they slight you on the water. Like, but that's like all of Europe, but yeah. Yeah, man. I was really dehydrated. <laughs> <laughs> it was a struggle out there, We were man. really dehydrated. Because really, we're, we're so used to it. The water intake here, I'm talking about, man, by the gallons. We felt like we were a burden when we were asked for like a second yeah. cup of water. And I'm... 
<laughs> I was parched everywhere yeah. we went. Yeah. And we were asked for water, and they would look at us like, man, if you don't get out of here, ask me for water. And I, I, I would know. be like, all right. <laughs> um, yeah, the food was not a vibe. No. And there's some people that had probably listened to us who've been to Paris, like, you ain't go to the right places. I know. Or people from France. No. Eventually, when they listen to this, they're going to be like, you hating. Listen, it's all love. No, and listen, we went to, we even went to a, a restaurant oh my that was shut down just for us. A, we Yes, especially. A, a, a special group that went. And there was like a top they sh- chef. They shut and, down a whole restaurant. Yeah, and everything for oh us to be there Lord. and enjoy. That's where I had Squid Ink. Uh, so let's just say this was the <laughs> fanciest Schmanciest <laughs> food experience we've ever had. I'm talking about the 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 service, the, the treatment, the the courses, the mm-hmm. whole nine. And I put it to you like this: the whole time <laughs> I would look at you, and you would look at me, and we were giving each other the eye, like, "What is this on my plate?" <laughs> and we were like, "Yo, I cannot wait." To go somewhere after yeah. to actually eat food. That's right. We were. <laughs> nah, but, man. I wasn't. But then the somewhere else. after was still going to be bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's, let's get off of that. Let's get off of that. Let's get off of that. Because yes, people are going. Yeah, listen. Don't add us. Don't DM us about this. <laughs> don't email us. It's all love. It's all love. We're just having fun. Okay. Um, it's all lighthearted. Don't take don't take us so serious. Uh, what? do 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 uh, I'm trying to go do something. Ooh, what annoys you the most in whatever I mean, context? There's a lot of things that annoy yeah. <laughs> that annoys me, but I think one. I guess it's like yeah, but what's I'm, a pet peeve? I'm gonna do pet peeve. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mine is people chewing gum. <laughs> I just I I know that about I you. That's just, so I don't like watching people chew gum, especially when they do it with their mouths open. <laughs> Some party animals they're like, oh man, like man, every time I see Pastor Brand now, I gotta Look, I gotta close my I'm mouth without you. Staring at you <laughs> because you have gum in your mouth, it's not because it looks cute. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what is uh what is your favorite thing about someone in your family? What is your favorite thing about someone in your family? Um I know you can say a lot of things about a lot of people, but just think of one person and what's your favorite thing about them. Well, yeah, I mean, I was, I think, if anything, uh, I mean, one of the first people that comes to my mind is probably my mom. But I was going to say, I love that she's funny and she's not trying to be. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like she just, your mom. she just says stuff. Mama or Francisca does. is a trip <laughs> and a half. Yeah. Like yeah. she. My mom literally would make millions if she had her own show. Oh, yeah. We always <laughs> told her she, she could <laughs> Yeah, she could have done something with like a YouTube yeah, series or have. some sort of reality TV show. <laughs> she is she she is always doing the most. Yeah. But that's why we love her. Yeah. We love yeah. her so much because she is always going above and beyond to just do, do the, the most. most. <laughs> Mama yeah. Francisca, we love you. Yes, we do. And we thank God I don't for even you. know. I don't even think she knows how to listen to podcasts. Yeah, but we can play this yeah. back for her. Like yeah. whenever we're with her, and she'd be like, "I see me me do it." I know. Exactly. I see me me do it. And she'd be looking at the phone, like squinting her eyes, mm-hmm. and I was like, "How can you see exactly. when you're squinting that hard?" Because. <laughs> 
Awesome. Baby, let's get right. into the talk of the day because I feel like we got some stuff to talk about. <laughs> we did. Listen, man, the reality is people are out here losing the fire in the relationship. Yes, they are. When you look at the stats about what affects people the most in relationships, marriage and courtship or serious committed relationships is a lack of affection, mm-hmm. a lack of intimacy. Yeah. And these factors ultimately for those who are married um, can ultimately lead you to bring up the D word mm-hmm. divorce. Right. It's listed Stats research show is listed amongst the top three things that affect marriages, mm-hmm. and that's finances, mm-hmm. uh, communication, communication, and intimacy, intimacy or lack thereof. Right. And um, we have a lot of conversations with people where they bring that up. Mm-hmm. I'm losing the passion. I'm not as excited. Um, or they just ask, like, how can I keep? things exciting absolutely. how can i stay passionate in my marriage absolutely a lot of people ask us to prevent and right. i have to intervene right so today i want us to discuss how to keep the passion or how to keep the fire alive that's right so here's what happens in relationships the beginning of anything is the most exciting mm-hmm. we've already touched on that but i feel like we have new listeners and it's always important to talk about that reality right which is that whenever you begin a relationship it's always exciting research has shown that the first to second year of any relationship is the most exciting um you're showing the best of yourself you're not really portraying or conveying your flaws. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's usually after that y- year mark or two where mm-hmm. uh, you start revealing all everything. that you are. Everything. Right. Right. Flaws and all. That's right. And it gets real. Mm-hmm. You know, butterflies happen in the first months, that mm-hmm. first year. They, Your spouse, your significant other, the person you're in a committed relationship with, they can do no wrong. Right, they can do right, no harm. And right. you're just, oh, I'm butterfly and And then after a year, you're just like, yo, who are you? That's right. You are not the person that I met. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this yeah. long ago. But that's just the reality mm-hmm. of a relationship. And what's important as you start revealing who you ru- truly are and exposing all of who you are mm-hmm. when you're in a committed relationship, what's important is to keep the passion and the fire going. That's right. And whenever I think about passion, I always think of an illustration. And I've shared this story um, before. Mm-hmm. You know, some people may have heard me share this story. And I use this illustration when it comes to spiritual matters because I just feel mm-hmm. like the principle is true across whether spiritual relationship, um, in ministry and business, in whatever context, the right, principle right. is still true. And I, I'll never forget the first time I was going to go camping. Mm-hmm. You know the story. Yes. Just act like you're hearing it for the first time. All right. <laughs> so I was getting I, I was getting ready to go camping for the first time. Mm-hmm. Although I grew up going to Nicaragua, uh, I'm not I'm not a camping dude. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not one that's like, at least I, I used to not be one for the outdoors. Right. Um, city guy, grew up 
anyways, people know the story. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll never forget, brand new to this experience, I was very paranoid. Mm-hmm. I was asking all the questions. Mm-hmm. I was especially paranoid about the food. Right. Because for whatever reason, my mind was just going there. Like, we need <laughs> we need to eat. Listen, yeah. I can't be out here. They're telling me there are black bears. There are <laughs> all types of snakes and serpents and raccoons and this and that and bugs and all. So I'm like, listen, man, if I'm going to be facing all of these uh, different creatures and beasts <laughs> out in the wilderness, let me make sure I'm nourished. Right. So I'm worried about the food. And I had my buddy who was a coworker at the time. This was in the when at the time when I was doing nonprofit work, working with young people directly. And then I would, you know, um, do trips and excursions with them. Mm-hmm. And so my co-facilitator, my partner, plenty of experience. So I'm relying on him. I'm depending on him. He's just telling me, don't worry, don't worry. Everything is under control. Everything mm-hmm. is under control. So, you know, the day comes, we have to go camping. You know, we arrive to our campsite, mm-hmm. everybody's setting up their tents, everybody's screaming, laughing, joking, having a good time. I'm paranoid. I'm sweating. I'm looking around. And I'm like, the first thing I'm looking for is where is the, the food, food <laughs> and where are the materials to prepare and cook the food mm-hmm. to get to get the fire going. Right. So that's the first thing I'm looking for. And I see the food, but I'm I'm looking for the fire start starter log i'm looking for the lighter Mm -hmm. i'm looking for the matches i'm looking for for the logs Mm -hmm. the wood to actually get the fire going and i'm looking dead at my co-facilitator my partner and i see he's looking at me but you ever notice like you ever you ever been looking at someone and you know they're looking at you but then they just like quickly turn away Mm -hmm. so he's doing that and I knew what was coming <laughs> because I see the food and I'm like, how are we going to get this fire started? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm waving them down like, hey, yo, where's the stuff to get the fire started? Where's the where's the lighter? Where's the matches? Where's mm-hmm. where's the fuel? Where's the where's the fire starter log? Mm-hmm. And he's like, I forgot it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But he kept telling me, don't worry, I know mm-hmm. how to start a fire. Mm-hmm. And I, I said, oh, man, we about to get our Survivor Man on. We about to, we're about to get our National Geographic song. <laughs> and he taught me how to start a fire. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, we got a fire started from scratch. Mm-hmm. But it took for us to gather some tender. Right. I didn't know these terms before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I learned these terms after he taught me. <laughs> Gather tender, in other words, the wood, Mm -hmm. branches, different things. There had to be specific Mm -hmm. type of tender that that I needed because if something was was too damp and wet, Mm -hmm. um, it was it was going to be much more difficult to light it on fire or get the fire started. So I needed to find thirsty Mm -hmm. um, tender. Right. So I was helping him gather that. And then we needed the heat. Mm-hmm. So he created friction. friction. You're not seeing me, but I'm creating friction with my hands yeah. to create the warmth, create the heat. And then he began to blow mm-hmm. on the small spark. Mm-hmm. That taught me a lot about passion because here's what happened. 
it seemed like we weren't going to make it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was super nervous. Like, I'm over his shoulder and I'm like praying. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, please, please, like, please, please let, man, this, let work. this work. Let this work. And I'm like, <laughs> pray, Lord, I don't want to die. I'm too young. Oh Lord, gosh. I need to eat my bacon. My turkey bacon, Lord, my eggs, what am I going to do? <laughs> and so I saw him completely focused mm-hmm. on the task at hand. Mm-hmm. And I saw something that was just raw materials. And then he began to work at it. Mm-hmm. And eventually a spark came. Right. And when that spark came, I wanted to do backflips because I was like, there's hope. There's hope. (laughs) A small ember, Mm -hmm. a small spark. And then he began to blow on it. Mm -hmm. And it started small. But the more that he was intentional, Mm -hmm. focused, and he was actually working Mm -hmm. the fire, Mm -hmm. if you will, it began to grow. Right. In relationships, the same is true. Right. It's easy to lose the passion Mm -hmm. if you're not focused on building the passion. Right, right. It's easy to lose the fire Mm -hmm. in the relationship when life hits you. That's right. Sickness, Mm -hmm. pandemic, (laughs) um, unemployment. um, Or too much employment. Overly working. Kids. Mm Mm-hmm. Listen, and and now I'm kinda I'm kinda using general examples, but let's talk about our relationship. Right. We lead a ministry that requires a lot of our time, our attention. We have three little ones. Yes. Oh my goodness. We have careers, businesses that we're launching. Uh, and being I mean, quarantined, like yeah, I'm homeschooling. Homeschooling, yeah. There's so a lot. if anybody mm-hmm. knows about the demands of life, mm-hmm. because it's easy to hear these things about keeping the passion alive, and then people are usually hearing it and saying, "Well, it's easy for you to say right. because you're not in my shoes." <laughs> right. Listen, right. we know all about it. Mm-hmm. And if we were not intentional, right? if we didn't work at this thing, mm-hmm. if we didn't maximize day by day, right. we would have lost the fire a long time ago. Exactly. So yeah. we wanted to, sh- to share just some points of, of how to keep that passion alive. Right. So go ahead, yeah. baby. Talk to us. And these are very practical tips. Like there's really nothing deep about this i think most people think that there's probably some you know deep deep formula for all of this stuff but there really isn't it's you just have to be willing first and foremost is you have to be willing to put in the work yeah because anything and everything will always try to get in the way yeah that's just the reality of it like if it can get in the way, it, it will, will get in. It will get in the way. So the only way to overcome any of that is exactly what you said: is to be intentional yep. with your relationships. Yeah. So um, speaking specifically to marriage, I know that I had written some stuff actually about this <laughs> recently in my blog. Okay. So there are some practical tips. Like um, one of the first ones I I do recall had to do with. Especially if you have two people that are working, right? And you're maybe seeing each other all the time. Like we were getting asked, 
you know, like how do you survive living with your spouse now 24 mm, seven being locked in, <laughs> right? Being locked in, like you're seeing each other all the time. And I think for us, what has really worked is the fact that we have created spaces like individual spaces for each other yeah. that create these like in quotes, missing moments mm. so that when we do come together, it's, we feel like we missed each other, even if we're in the same house. Right. Right. But like I'm on the top floor, you're on the bottom floor and this is all happening during the day. And so because you're homeschooling a lot uh, or homeschooling the girls during the day, I try to not interrupt that time. Mm-hmm. And so then I might come down like for lunch or, you know, just small little breaks here and there, but it's creating space You're right. so that we're not in each other's space all of the time. I right. think that that can cause people to, to become frustrated, to become irritable. Um, you know, so it is important that you all are giving first and foremost, that you all are giving each other space because you are still individuals, Mm -hmm. you know, there are still things that I love to do by myself and that you love to do by yourself. And sometimes we do still just need that time to be apart so that when we come together, we're actually enjoying each other's company versus, Oh my God, I've seen you all day. Get out of my face. You know, (laughs) that's not what what we want. Yeah. Familiarity is very dangerous Mm -hmm. in, in any relationship. Right. And familiarity, what it does is you are accustomed to a person, you're used to a person. So there's no enthusiasm. There's no excitement mm-hmm. uh, regarding another person, at least in your eyes. What familiarity does is it drives out honor. Right. And what happens when you take out honor you're taking out gratitude. Right. You're taking out the acknowledgement piece. Right. And what you fail to acknowledge, you fail to honor. What you exactly. fail to honor will always end up leaving you. Exactly. And one of the biggest things is that passion mm-hmm. will eventually leave when you're just too familiar. Like, right. Like, exactly. I'm seeing you all the time. I'm tired of it. You just mm-hmm. become accustomed mm-hmm. and just so familiar. Right. And that you lose that. Right. That fire. Right. And you forget to be grateful. Yeah. So I know that gratitude for us is a big thing. Mm-hmm. Like when if we're not practicing gratitude on a daily, then again, familiarity can kick in and take over. And so it's important to on a daily practice gratitude. And what does that look like? That's like expressing with your words how much you love the person. Right. Um, you know, letting them know that every chance or opportunity that you get, um, showing it through your actions, mm-hmm. right? So all of those different things are ways that we show that we are grateful for one another. Yeah. And another thing too, which has been fun for actually the entire family right now with us, has been um Finding things that you are that you can get excited about together. So usually one of the easiest ways for people to do that is around food. Mm. You know, like especially right now during quarantine, you know, cook something together that you may not have cooked before. For us right now, it's juicing together. Listen, listen, side note, we on that vibe right now. We're we're being intentional about getting Healthy, mm-hmm. 
we want to live a long, blessed life. We want to yes. we want to have the energy for our girls, yes. for all of the demands in our lives mm-hmm. and um and and i'm i'm really excited i'm yeah. really excited about this juicing journey i mean i don't i, I got the ju the juicer yeah i made you get fruits mm-hmm. and the veggies and you thought i was just gonna have that juicer sitting around for two months i did i'm not gonna lie I did. and i'm i'm at it y'all yeah good job babe i have i probably i have not seen you so excited about I'm something super excited. in a very long yeah, time man i love it so i think like things like that so and the girls are enjoying yeah they it, love which it i too. really love i love that my girls enjoy some healthy green mm-hmm. juice they love the juices they love i mean they love eating the stuff while you're prepping it too right. <laughs> so but again so that's another opportunity it's finding something that you enjoy to do that you would enjoy to do together that is new for the both of you. Right. Um, so for us right now, that just happens to be juicing and we're all having a great time doing it. Mm-hmm. So um, so that's another thing. And then there's this is one that you and I have talked about. This is just an example of how you can do it. But the idea of remembering why you fell in love in the first place yes you know and trying to go back to those moments i think you and i have um we're pretty good at this because we have a lot of our conversations usually go back to those first moments for us you know like whenever we look at where we are now we always compare it to where we've been and we're like we like to we like to frequently right take strolls down memory lane yep yep and i think that's where our grateful like where we practice gratitude a lot is doing that going down memory lane but i will say that you know when it comes to this point just revisiting a lot of those moments one of the easiest ways to do that is and this is if spouses even remember is like the first movie you all ever watched together Mm. you know so um just finding different ways to go back to what what was it about my spouse that i fell in love with in the first place right and then trying to recreate some of those moments where your spouse can um express those qualities or where you can remind them right. of those qualities that were expressed. Because it, it, it's exactly what you said in the beginning. When you become too familiar with each other, then you might, the I love you's may not be as frequent. Mm. Um, the hugs may not be as frequent. Like now you're just passing each other. Whereas before, you probably every weren't seeing moment. all your each other all the time. So every moment you had, like you were all up on each other to the point where it was almost like, yeah. Oh, my God, like get a room, y'all, you know. So I think being able to go back to moments that gave you the butterflies, that gave you the excitement, um, that got you nervous to see your spouse again, like all of those things, I think, are just beautiful experiences that we can all relive. And so the easiest way to do that is to recreate some of those things. So whether it's like through love letters, like a love note or um, I mean, hopefully people have kept any notes or cards that they've written to each other. But if you did, like being able to go back and read those emails, all of that, all of that. When I think about that, it's a compound effect. 
mm-hmm. when it comes to keeping the passion alive by doing these little things. Mm-hmm. I think it's a, a building of little things that ultimately lead to a big thing. Right. And one of the things that we're, we've been super intentional about is never letting go of those small moments. Mm-hmm. Like even though we are seeing each other all day, every day, right. we work alongside each other because not only not only do we do business together, not only do we live together, but you and I, we actually do ministry together. Right. You're my executive pastor and right. I'm your lead pastor. Right. <laughs> like, right. That dynamic in itself is like, daggone it, I yeah. can't get away. We do our whole podcast together. We yeah. Listen, we are with <laughs> each other all the time. But still... We we take advantage of little moments, and I think mm-hmm. that ultimately leads us to the big win of keeping the passion alive. Like right. when I see you, I'll still come behind you, yes, kiss you on your cheek, <laughs> and sometimes I'm listen. Like, hey. There may be parts of this particular podcast that you know, if you're around little ones, they can understand. I don't know based on your conversations with them, you may or may not play it around mm-hmm. them, but I'll still smack your butt. Yeah. <laughs> I still come around when I see you. I'll wrap around you, give you a hug, and I embrace. Like, we take advantage of little moments. Like, yeah. we, we just, we can't lose that. Mm-hmm. And we have three little ones. Mm-hmm. And yes, with my three little ones, I still start kissing on you. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we'll have one or two they come start running. crawling or running, and they're like, yeah. Yeah, because they think you're hurting me. <laughs> I think it's so cute when they think you're hurting me. <laughs> and then we make it a fun thing because right. because I'm I'm showing you affection and then I begin to just Grab show them, them affection. So yeah. I pick them up, I, I swing them around, I kiss them on their cheek, I yeah. love on them yeah. and we make it a whole moment right. that is beautiful. And right. I think it's those little things and we'll still have fun. Like right. I'll still text you mm-hmm. like you're upstairs right? or, right. or I may be outside, <laughs> right. you know, in the garage or something. And then I'll just in a moment, just text you something. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people lose sight of that because they feel like it has to be drastic. Right. I have to book us on a, on a cruise that could potentially lead us to getting COVID. Like yeah. I have to do, I have to buy this grand gift. Right. I have to right. go out my way. And, and, not saying those things are bad. Mm-hmm. Well, except that trip. Don't plan no like no, just not be right wise. Now. <laughs> Listen, it, times are crazy out here, but that's neither here nor there. What I what I want to get at is, it's cool if you go big. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. But there's also value in the con- small moments. Consistently going small, right. And building for a big moment. Right. That's good. That's good. Right. Hold on, there. Hold on. <laughs> Yes, that one was good. Consistently going small and building for a big moment. That's good. Okay. I like that. I'll keep going, babe. What you um, got? Well, on that note, because you talked about like hugging up on me and still smacking my butt in front of the girls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Are we going to go there? You want to go in? Well, no. What One of the things I was going to say was... Uh, you want to go there? You, you mentioned you mentioned the text, too. Yeah. And I... I love that we're still playful even in our texts. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Like, and I think some people, even with that, like, they've lost that. And I'm like, you, I could literally be upstairs, you're downstairs, let's say the girls are at nap time, and you shoot me, like, a playful text, you know? And then I'm like, 
about to go into the middle of my work, but here you are playing with me, flirting yeah. with me via By text. By the way, when I say, because you know, right now you got to qualify everything, PC culture and cancel culture, all that. When I say smack my wife, this is my wife, y'all. I'm I'm not literally like I'm being gentle with love. Oh yeah 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 yeah. You all right. Tap. I, it's like a gentle tap. It's a love. It's a love thing. Okay, I'm showing affection. You know these people nowadays. Oh yeah, no. It's good that you. It's good that you uh, <laughs> clarified. I didn't even really think. But I know how people think, man. Listen, yeah, man. man, Nowadays, anyways, yes, affection, affection. Go ahead, baby. Go ahead, all of that stuff. So yeah, so like the playful text, those are all things that, like for me, I I love that we still do that. That we can still have fun with each other via text, like living in the same house. (laughs) Those are all things that are fun. but then, yeah, going there, the other thing, too, is sometimes playful texts lead to playful moments. Oh, yeah. Like sex. <laughs> We've had a lot of that. I knew you were going to play that thing. Like your We've had a lot of that. We Three kids and um, potentially one more. And then we were doing a lot oh, of practicing gosh. before the kids. Yes, we were. Hey, now. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, we, we honored the Lord. Yes. We did this thing right. Yes. So when we got when we when we got married, we, we got went in. We got married. <laughs> we got married. <laughs> so I so that is one thing I will say for sure. Um you had like there's just you can't to me, I mean, I don't, I don't know if anybody out there would disagree with me. Research definitely does not disagree with with this statement, but it is very difficult to keep passion alive in your marriage if you are not having sex with your spouse. Yeah, we're speaking about marriage. Let's yes. be clear: we are yeah. pastors. Yeah. <laughs> we do uphold biblical standards. Yes. So for those who are just courting, engaged, wait on the Lord. Wait on the Lord. Ain't nothing wrong with waiting on the Lord. <laughs> yes. 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 All right. Because you're going to enjoy, I mean, but when the, time, put that out there. when the time comes <laughs> and the marriage is there, you're going to enjoy it and it's going to be that much more worth worthwhile. So to me, yeah, when I hear about marriages, um, whether it's, you know, that might have been the case in the beginning and now it isn't, you know, they just, they don't have time. I, my thing is always, it goes back to priorities Yes. If your marriage is a priority, then you will make time for the things that you care about. You will feed what you are invested in. So in uh, and when you have sex with your partner, that is a way of honoring the marriage. Yeah. Um, And there's just a different level of intimacy that takes place in in that level of connection. So. You know, um, I know that even for us, like sometimes those moments even create safe spaces for us to talk. Right. Like whether it's we talked before and then all of our guards are down. So now it creates this, it sets up this beautiful moment to lead to a sexual experience or um, afterwards, like we might get into some deep conversation, but we're completely vulnerable with each other at that moment. Right. So. It's just the conversations that stem from those moments are beautiful. Yeah. So it's so important that 
that is not something that one, you take for granted and two, that you just let like weeks and weeks and weeks go by and you're not going to make time for it. But I will say, I think for any folks that I have spoken to that find um, that find this aspect to be difficult, like the aspect of sex, like they're like, well, that I don't really feel connected. I don't really enjoy it. This and that, whatever. You know, when there's when I hear comments like that, usually one of the things that I like to ask is like, well, why? Because it could be that. I mean, let's be honest, like your partner is maybe not being pleased. Yeah. And that's talk about that's it. That's not always a good thing. So when it does come, this part is so important to me when it comes to the intimacy part. Um, f- for spouses, it is important that you both both are being satisfied. Yeah. And so it is not enough to just for the guy to feel like, well, this was great. But if your wife doesn't feel that way, um, yeah, that's a problem. Right. You've got to be willing to talk about that. Yeah. And I think sometimes the hardest thing to ask is like, how did I do? <laughs> because mm. nobody wants to be told like, you suck. <laughs> or you could have done that better. Yeah. You know, but you, I mean, you just, you can't create special moments if you're also not willing to be vulnerable and ask those questions. Yeah, I find that you have to fight just like we mentioned earlier mm-hmm. to make those moments happen. Right. Because mentally, physically, emotionally, life is so demanding and it drains you. Mm-hmm. And it's so easy to put that on the back burner. Right. Not so much for me. No, yeah, I will say <laughs> you I will say you fight the most. You fight the most. You you move mountains <laughs> for us to have yes. mo- our moments. Yes. I'm just keeping it real. I, we can be honest, right? No, With yeah. the CPO5 listeners, yeah. right? The party animals. It is important. And we have those conversations because mm-hmm. you know, a lot of times we are tired and life is so demanding. But the thing about intimacy is that it connects you and it protects you. Yeah, yeah. And and in the intimacy factor, thank God that he's given us that blessing for those who are married and you're with the right person and mm-hmm. and it's a it's a beautiful thing when you when you are engaging in intimacy mm-hmm. and you become one flesh. Mm-hmm. It's a thing that that brings you together. You are mm-hmm. literally becoming one mentally, emotionally right, and right. physically. But it's also a protective factor mm-hmm. because you're protecting yourself your marriage against any temptation right, right? because you talk about you talk about you don't have energy mm-hmm, you're tired mm-hmm. but then temptations all around and you're your not feet, tired to look and you're feeding <laughs> into temptation though that's right and so and so it's a protective factor mm-hmm. to continue to preserve mm-hmm. the relationship and a lot of people don't don't see it from that aspect so mm-hmm. even spiritually and I know y'all like, oh, Lord, he a pastor. Of course, he going to talk about spirituality. No, but you, but you don't understand that. You can't leave that out. You can't leave that out because it's not just mental. It's not just emotional. It's not a thing of the soul. Mm-hmm. Not, excuse me. It's not only a thing of the soul. Mm-hmm. It's not only physical, but it also is a spiritual yeah. thing. I mean, it was created, created by, by God for being. us to enjoy within the context of marriage. That's right. And when it's done that way, it's. 
it, it brings life. That's right. And it's another factor that brings that spark, mm-hmm. that passion, and that fire alive. Right, exactly. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, you you couldn't have you, said it better. You don't know a frustrated spouse until you met one that hadn't gotten none in about three, four months. Oh, oh yeah. Lord have mercy. Mm-hmm, y- mm-hmm. You're going to find a frustrated man or a frustrated woman. Yeah. Let me tell you. Yes, yes. <laughs> So, I mean, things like that are definitely important. So I'm, you know, I think on that, on that end, thank God for you. You've got us covered. You know <laughs> You've what? got Hold us that, covered. No, I applaud you, babe. Thank you for keeping Let me just, covered. I want to throw this out there. <laughs> what I, what I really want to mention when it comes to, when it comes to intimacy, you, you touched on it. Um, you brought it up. Communication is super important. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the things that has truly been a blessing and has helped us is to realize that we need to communicate. Like you and I are not afraid to say, yeah, I wasn't feeling that. Yeah. I didn't like how you did that. Right, right. I love when you did this. Yeah. Communication is at the forefront. Right, right. And so you can't lose that. So you have to work at it. Right. You have to place that as a priority. (laughs) You have to make time for it. Let me tell you, there is no excuse if you value your marriage. Right. And you can say, but this, that, of course, we all have demands. Right. We all have responsibilities. But yet, because we value our marriage, we want to keep the passion alive. Right. We communicate. Intimacy is a big factor. Building off of small moments mm-hmm. all of those things are super important vital. to us yeah and i only i really only have a couple more because i feel like we've covered a lot of ground um but gee, th- these are just some fun practical things like Break fun things that people can do yeah let's do these quick so, we're almost at the hour mark so one is create a coupon book which actually we need to do babe okay i would like to do i mean i we haven't done it because I feel like I just ask for certain things and you ask for certain things mm-hmm. and we just put a date on the calendar to do them. Yep. But this one is really interesting because it, it just it's um, if you have a coupon book, you create a list of, you know, like maybe you have index cards and you have on each index card. There is a specific item. But in total, there's five to ten things that you can do for each other. But the key is that you have to agree on them. Yeah. So it can't just be like, I write five things I want you to do and you're not going to do them if I pull out my coupon book and today this is the coupon I want to use. Okay. Like you have to agree to them. Okay. Um, but then, so there could be like massage, a foot rub, a bubble bath. Um, I like that. You know, all, like things like that. So as long as like I could have five things that you agree on, you yeah. could have five things that you agree on. And then we can decide like two days or one day a week, like I get to use a coupon and then you get to use a coupon. So the coupon book is a good idea for people to use. And then the other one, which is um, a really good thing for people to do right now, especially during COVID, (laughs) because I think everybody's gotten their snacking game on, is working out together. Mm. So, um, you know, working out together is a way for one, for the couple to stay healthy. Yeah. But working out also relieves a lot of stressors. It relieves toxins from our bodies. Um, it gets our adrenaline going and pumping. And yep. so even after workouts, 
those can lead to some nice hot showers and hey now you know so (laughs) i think it's easier if you work out together when you don't have kids i mean that's much easier to do than when you you have kids (laughs) i think that's very challenging yeah but if you don't have kids you you should definitely take advantage of that one sure um And last but not least, because this really should be the first thing above all things, and we've already talked about this before, but one of the best ways to build intimacy is to pray together. High five. That's uh, where I was going to close. I didn't know you were going to close with that. Yeah, we can't. We cannot leave that one out. Um, I think one of the things that I think everything else that we've mentioned, those are all things that are easy to do when you're in the right headspace. Yes. But prayer is something that you can do when you are in any space, like Mm. whether you're upset with each other, there's tension between you, you're grateful with each other, you're excited about life together, um, or you're really not liking each other. Yeah. Prayer can always be something that you do. Um, And it just, I know for you and I, uh, you know, we've gotten into a habit, even now with the girls, about praying together during in the mornings. Yes. um, Before starting our day. Well, morning and night. Yeah, morning and night. Although together together in the morning, we do it as a family. Together as a family, and then at night individually. We usually are doing it individually because you have one of the girls. I have one of the other girls. We're putting everybody down at the same time. We got a whole system going. Right. But um, I will say that there's been moments where with you and I, I may not have really felt it um, because I might be upset or annoyed. Mm. But in that two minutes that we held hands and prayed for each other, like the anger left me or the bitterness left me or whatever it was. Yeah. Because I'm now allowing the Holy Spirit to work with my heart and the Holy Spirit reminds me, you are a team, you know, like you can get over this, you can get past this. So prayer is just key. It is essential. You know what, y'all? It's one fifty-seven in the morning and baby Navi is awake. Yes. And with that, my folks, I love y'all. God bless y'all. And until next time, on my behalf, peace, love, and God bless. This is how real it is. It's one fifty-seven in the morning. I'm going to go get Navi. Baby Navi's crying right now. So wifey has to go. But I'm just going to close this thing out by just adding to her sentiment. Absolutely vital for couples to to have devotion together. Because that's what's going to build strength and ultimately um, build and strengthen your marriage, your relationship. And I'll close it out by the same way I started the whole passion talk, which was the illustration of trying to build a fire from scratch. One of the interesting things that I learned in order to build a fire was that you needed tinder, you needed heat, and you needed wind. One of the interesting things is, and I'm, and I'm throwing a little revelation out here, but one of the interesting things that... um. I discovered in scripture is the Holy Spirit is described as Numa or Ruach, which is breath or wind. So when you invite the Holy Spirit to breathe on your marriage, on your relationship, you will see that by inviting the Holy Spirit in, you will see your marriage and your relationship, that fire and that spark continue and continue to grow. As your relationship and as your marriage is on fire, the passion is there. You're going to inspire other people. You're going to spark 
a fire in other people, those that were losing it, you're going to be a blessing and be able to share your testimony and be able to share that passion and excitement. And it's going to light a fire in somebody else. So, folks, we went, we pushed it to the hour mark. I'm by myself. (laughs) I've never done this, but things are real in the field right here in the Chavez household. You back, baby? I can be. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> she stopped crying. <laughs> this is awesome, man. I love this. I love what we're doing. We do this for the people. We love you all. So I think that's a that's a note to um, to close it on. Yeah. Want to say was, anything else? I, no, no. I was hearing you. That was a good one. Sharing your revelation. Listen, people. We love you. We thank God for you. Stay connected to us on all platforms and um, continue to keep the passion alive yes. in your marriage, in your relationships. You are not alone. We are with you, praying for you, and we are standing with you. You know, one of the important things about keeping the fire alive is also staying connected yes. with couples, accountability, mm-hmm. staying connected with couples who are also passionate that's about right. their relationship, that's as right. I mentioned. Yeah. And that's going to ignite something in exactly. your own relationships so i love you babe i love you girl folks it's been a pleasure i see the server coming around look at me man let me see what we got here oh i did not order some things on here uh Mm, i think you did okay you were tired all right i think it's time to wrap it up i think it's time to wrap it up family we love you party animals a big shout out to you stay connected stay plugged in share this with somebody make sure to rate us on Apple Podcasts. Make sure to share us on Spotify. Yes. Make sure to let people know we are on Podbean on all these major streaming platforms. Yes. Let somebody know Come about on. what's happening at the CPO5 Podcast. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. And we love you until next time. Peace, Peace love, love, and God, God bless. bless. <laughs> <laughs>